Hello, hello. Is there a listener already? Listener, listener. Listener, listener. Hello, hey. Welcome. Good evening, morning, afternoon, night. Test, test, volume. Are you on the listen? Because I am on the speak. This is uh, Father Molotov, unexisting, entirely fictional character, speaking to you, who you may think you are real, but for uh, the duration of this show, you are also unreal and totally fictional. So choose a name, choose a superpower, choose a story, and uh, enter Radio Kakak Live. Mm-hmm. 
It's the 28th of June 2020, Sunday evening, where I am located in a hiding place in uh, somewhere in Europe, probably in the Netherlands. And uh, it's quarter past nine, so I'm already uh, 15 minutes late because the toilet here was overflowing and the kid was not in bed yet. But uh, everything is under control now. We are here, I am here, you are here, in your boat, in your house, in your um, podcast uh, listening environment, like maybe you're jogging, maybe you're cleaning, painting, drawing, woodworking, maybe you're demolishing something, maybe you're building something, maybe you're with the headphones, maybe with the speakers, you know, all the spectrum is there, we are here, me, you and the other listeners, so... Let's call Mr. Mushroom, Mr. Cactus, the mushroom expert. Fantastic guest for today. I also have uh, the usual collection of crazy things going on for today. So just uh, sit there and enjoy. Cactus, uh, call me Father Molotov, please, because you are live on air on Radio Kakak. And are you butchering something over there? I hear some screams. Yeah, yeah, we have some uh, problems with the child uh, at the moment. Oh my god, I hope the toilet is not overflowing at least. Sorry? I hope the toilet is not overflowing. No, no, the toilet is not okay, overflowing. Okay, that's good. So what, should, I, should we hang up? I don't know. Do you want to manage? Uh, can do you wanna manage? Call, can yeah. I call you back in a second? Yeah, sure, sure. Do you yeah. want to say hi to the okay. listeners, to the other listeners? Sorry? You can say hi to all the people who are listening if you want. Hi. Okay, hi. bye. Go and solve the situation. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, Cactus. Okay. That was him, Mr. Cactus, also having a situation. Listener, I hope you're not having a situation because after the great mess of last time, I don't know what to think anymore. It's like...
farfalla muove quando che passa e poi se muore So I am uh, Father Molotov and uh, you are a fictional character of your choice and what's going on in the world is worrying but also exciting. The system is in full transition, metamorphosis like a butterfly getting out of a pupa of a cocoon, a ladybug getting out of a pupa. Yes, the system is transitioning, it's happening right before our eyes so it's good to organize ourselves so that, you know, we don't get overwhelmed by the situation. Therefore, we need a radio. So, since uh, Mr. Cactus was having a situation, a full system transition in his house as well, I think while we wait, I can give the news so that at least we are all informed about what's happened because if you are listening right now you probably know the importance of not following the news uh, when you listen to this radio show because my friend the news make you a bit anxious these days the economy is crashing and tumbling the exploitation goes on in full speed so does the destruction of the environment climate is transforming itself at worrisome rates. I think there were uh, record high temperatures in Siberia, like 25 degrees, but normally it's like zero. Um, the riots are, I think, cooling down. That's good uh, in uh, the United States of America. But uh, the comedy of politics continues. I think uh, what happens in the news this week, let's see, let's see. Uh, my housemate, there is one year old, not for long, it's going to be two year olds, and he learned to say broccoli just today. Then, we were supposed to have a meeting in the garden, but it didn't go through because uh, someone m might have corona, so we got a bit worried about that. We said, what if we do a meeting and then everybody is. Uh, has corona no 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 you want to know who it is i cannot disclose because we all have fake identities but if you are listening you know i'm talking about you and i hope you have a, don't have corona or if you have it you have a speedy recovery and if you don't have it you also have a speedy recovery um there was a historical sentence in the u.s yes i think it was not this week maybe the week before but uh, i wasn't here last weekend so I bring it now, there was a sentence saying that it's illegal to fire people because of their sexual orientation. So now, that's the rule. That's great advancement. I told you the system was transitioning. I think another good thing to mention is that in Thailand, 
after the lockdown situation, national parks decided they will stay closed for two months every year just to let the animals chill a bit every year. Lockdown. Yeah, so much news. I don't know where to start. The Europe, EU, European Union made a list of countries where you cannot fly into Europe, and this list included the US. So, no traffic from the US to EU for the time being. They're blacklisted because they're not managing the pandemic too well. That's a very big thing, but. It also happened like three months ago, the other way around. And the US banned uh, Chinese officials related to Hong Kong from traveling in the US. Cold War is all over us again. pop idols they can teach us something about uh, how to combine uh, the music industry and social change they kind of mobilizing all their fans to troll the Trump campaign and the white supremacist hashtags in a fantastic way millions of Korean fans have been disrupting all the hashtags of the white supremacist and the organization of the Trump uh, conferences. Also, Nora has born, has been born, has born, is born. Ten days ago, little Nora saw the world for the first time kid opened her eyes in a post-corona world and is the kid of Gilda who is may or may not be fictional we send her a big greed thing also very interesting talking about uh, system transitions 
it was discovered that uh, in Alaska there well there was a volcano eruption like 2000 years ago in Alaska and now they are linking this to the end of the Roman Republic and the start of the Roman Empire because the weather was so shit because of this great volcanic eruption in 44 before Christ was the biggest eruption in the past 2500 years and uh, everything the weather became up to seven degrees colder than usual four times more rain than usual and then uh, crops were failing people get hungry and a bit upset and that was the end or exacerbated the political crisis and um, and that could have uh, now that they're thinking that that's the cause of the bad crops that the crops were already being linked to the end of the republic so watch out the big storm ahead if we can learn something here listeners why are you here why am i here i know why i am here but why are we here i'm here because there's a lot of suffering in the world and sometimes we need a bit of music to dance along the beat of the universe so whatever reason you're there can you please make a micro dance or a big dance right now like you can move a finger or the hips or the feet, you can jump, you can just wink with your eyebrows. But it's nice if now everyone who listens to this today, live, does a little dance at the same time. Yes, you feel it? I felt it. The little dance of all of you out there. And now, 
Everybody who's listening to the podcast recording also does a dance and we will feel it from the past to the future. Everybody who's listening live, please send your good vibes to the people that are listening to the podcast. a sign if you're there people give me a sign i need you i cannot do this without you because another reason why i'm here and you might heard it before unless you're like um, i'm hearing a buzz that's why i stopped i was trying to figure out where it comes from yes another reason why i'm here is to combat the forces of evil you know as i said the world is transitioning and uh, in these kind of moments when the whole system shakes creaks cracks and reassesses itself and changes reconnections are made and the powers to be and the powers they were they have a fight and in every fight there is good and evil and I am here to organize the side of good against evil why because it's better, good is better than evil, I prefer it. If you prefer evil, leave this radio show now. Good, I'm glad we went over that. Um, yeah, but I cannot, with the radio show, combat the forces of evil alone, so I need you. So can you please uh, give me a shout, a sign, a emoji, anything, just to let me know that you're with me on the side of the good in the eternal war against forces of evil. And don't be, don't be fooled. The forces of evil are also in yourself. So don't be afraid of the darkness. Face the darkness, but embrace the light. Yeah, yeah, yes, King. moment this is the moment when we can heal our scars and dance to the music of life do all that you can 
We look into history to learn about the future. We look into the future and the future is fucked. But we can make the future nice if we embrace love and kindness. And respect for others. And respect for yourself. Sometimes we forget these things, but this is the oldest story of our life. The oldest story of the world. Everybody knows that. It's the story of love and respect. Understanding, helping each other out, standing up for the people that are weaker than you, and uh, asking for help when you need it. We can help you. Shout to Sam Bradmore who made this remix. He's the birdiest DJ of Manchester and he makes epic edits. Sam Redmore, check him out. Or at least send him some love now for this edit. Shout to all the listeners from Manchester. How are you doing, guys? Oh, we have a call. This is it, Mr. Cactus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's call him back. Mr. Cactus, who is Mr. Cactus? Mr. Cactus is going to tell us a lot about Mushroom because he's a total Mushroom nerd, but he's also a jazz player and knows about permaculture, this thing we've been trying to find out all along. So, we're in for a good ride. Hey, Cactus. Mr. Cactus? Hello? Hello? Hey, Mr. Cactus. Yeah, hi. Hey, this is Father Molotov here. I was just hyping up the listeners for your uh, for you joining over here. Okay. And um, how are you? Good, good. Are you nervous a bit? I'm always a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. Uh, just like I told you, pretend to be always a little bit nervous in the beginning. Yeah. Hey, how are you? How, how is the life over there? How are you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It uh, was a heated day. What happened? Today. And so now, uh, now it's the cooling down time. 
and uh, how was the crisis with the kid? Was it solved? Yes, it has been postponed until tomorrow. <laughs> the crisis with the kid, you can put it on standby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very good. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, so should we start talking about mushrooms? Where yeah, are you? Yeah. Maybe maybe you should identify yourself. Where are you? Y you mean um, uh, I'm in uh, in uh, in my study. Okay. My, uh, How does it look like? What's in front of you? I have some uh, papers on my desk, some notebooks, some receipts, a computer screen. Okay. A plant that that might need some water. Oh, can you touch the plant? Yeah. At this point, I also touch plant, and all the listeners also touch a plant, and this is how we always start an episode. Everybody touches a plant at the same time. And this is when we touch the plant. And then you look the plant in the eye, and you say, "Don't worry, plant. Everything will be fine. We're we're dealing with the situation together." Everything okay. will be fun. And let go. Okay. Oh, you can keep. Uh, sorry, you can uh, keep uh, holding if you want. And what's behind you then? Behind me is a is a a wall with some paintings on it, made nice. by uh, family members. Nice. What do the paintings? Show? Can you say the subject of the painting, or is it too confidential? Let's just say there's a human figure. Let's just say there's a human figure. <laughs> good, good, good. Otherwise, they could identify our location. And is it? Are you on sunlight or electric light, or neither? Are you in the dark? I have a combination. Oh, I have a combination. Okay. But the sun, the sun is fading. For, for, but don't worry, the sun always comes back. Yeah. But sometimes yeah, during the big volcanic eruption, there is some years, like a couple of years in a row, where there is less sun because of the volcano. I don't think there's less sun, but there's just more clouds. Yeah, more <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is it correct that you are in uh, a city that we cannot name in Finland? Yeah. Okay, then we got the right expert. That's right. And uh, is it maybe like the biggest city of Finland? I uh, I think it's safe to say that's the biggest city in Finland. Okay, and let's leave it to that. Well, uh, great Finland is a country of great trees and lakes, but no, not many people know that it's also a country of great mushrooms. Yeah. How did you well, fall actually, in? Uh, the, yeah. Actually, the the name Finland, uh, I I believe it has been given by the Dutch. Because it uh, refers to the Fane, the Fane land, and the people living in the Fane land are the Fane, Fane people. What's the Fane? Fane is a Dutch word for uh, uh, swamp. Swamp. It's, okay. It's peat, peat, peatlands. Peatlands. So, oh. so actually, because Finland is, is today, Finland is known of like the country of uh, a thousand lakes or maybe 188 
thousand lakes to be what? honest. Hundred eighty eight thousand lakes. Lakes. But actually Finland has a lot of swamps. So I don't think it's correct to call Finland a land of forest, but it's more Finland is a land of swamps. Okay, okay. Um that's nice, I guess. How do you feel when you think about swamps? No, forget about stupid questions. The real question is, how did you get to love the mushrooms? I um, I went to the Finnish forest. Oh. And I uh, I was guided by the Finnish muse. Oh. My Finnish, my Finnish muse. <laughs> to touch and, the mushrooms, uh, and you felt we something. Touched, we started touching and eating and exploring the mushrooms, and uh, it's like a treasure hunt, you know. You 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 go out to find find some mushrooms, and then you uh, you can if you are if you are sharp in the eye, then you can find them. In the beginning, you everyone is. Uh, bad at finding them but the trained eye can find them very quickly so you started to pick mushrooms but uh, now you do more than picking mushrooms right i still pick them but now i know where to find them did you pick mushrooms today actually no not today but uh, is it correct my day off. you also <laughs> have a <laughs> you also have a mushroom company or can yeah, I, that's right. Can can we reveal it, or is it now too much? Let's. let's I don't know. Um, it depends on your privacy rules. Yeah, my privacy rules are that we're all fictional characters. Me, you, and the and the listener, and you, listener, and the other listeners. We're all fictional, and everybody can choose a superpower and a name and a story. But it's nice if the story kind of matches the real story mostly, so that we also okay. learn about the real world because we're all set in the real world. So what's okay, going yeah. on? Maybe you can talk about a f- the friend of yours who has a mushroom company, and we just keep actually it it's, anonymous. A, it's a friend of mine. Okay, who has okay, a company. okay. And what does the company do? Well, they they grow mushrooms, and they also do uh, they sell uh, products to help people grow their own mushrooms. Okay, but now the big question of the day: Are we talking about? Psychedelic mushrooms or food mushrooms or other mushrooms? We're talking about food mushrooms and uh, some medicinal mushrooms. The psychedelic mushrooms are uh, maybe someday coming, but uh, as, as of today, not yet. It's food mushrooms, so mushroom soup, mushroom sauce, roasted mushroom. Pulled mushrooms. Pulled mushrooms. Mushroom jerky. You name it. You name it. You name it. I like them, or actually my friend uh, recommended me to uh, put them in uh, these uh, Asian soups. They are very good in that. But even, even just something simple as an omelette, they are very nice in that. Which? How many different types of mushrooms do you have in your cooking at home I would say uh, we regularly cook with about five or six different types that's the the, the what we have in the house 
at also, any moment. Also champignon? The champignon is not even on that list. Oh, no. Wow. And the shiitake? Yeah, maybe some shiitake. But uh, we have a combination of cultivated oyster and, uh, and then some forest mushrooms. And then we have also a couple of uh, mushrooms that we make a tea out of. And some uh, medicinal extracts. Mushroom tea, how often do you have that? It's more often in the, in the winter when the influenza virus or uh, other viruses uh, fly around and then you can boost your immunity with some oh, mushroom tea. Alright, it's like paracetamol mushroom tea. Yeah, like a preventative uh, concoction. What's the name of this mushroom for the, for the listeners who like to try silly stuff at home? In Finland, it's known in, uh, as a pakuri, pakuri, but in the rest of the world, it's known as chaga. Chaga mushroom, which will help you heal from the physical ailments. Look it up, chaga. Cactus, you called in uh, a couple of episodes back. So tell a couple, told a couple of things about mushrooms, and everybody got uh, hyped up. And by popular request, you're back to enlighten us about why all we need to know to live our life proficiently and inspired way and hopeful for the future. What do we need to know about mushrooms for that? Can you please uh, shed some light on this? Why are mushrooms so fucking cool? Uh, I don't know because they are so much like us they are uh, networked 
they are living in communities. They communicate. They feed each other, take care of each other, and take care of uh, other organisms. So more than like plants, plant. more than plants, they, but less than animals. Well, what are animals made of? Ultimately, they are made of plants. And what are plants made of? Ultimately, they are made of mushrooms. Can you explain this controversial statement? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, can we confirm this? Is animal is man and woman human well, also an animal? A plant a plant is not suspended in vacuum. No. It is growing in the soil. Yes. And it is feed, it is feeding feeding life in the soil and what is living in the soil? Okay, there is bacteria and earthworms, but what do they eat and what do they need is mushrooms because mushrooms can, they digest the ro mineral rock which used to be the earth. It used to be like the moon. It's just a rock. And the mushrooms turn it into life, you know, food for life. Oh, my God. So that's why. That's why it's amazing. That's why they're amazing. Oh, yeah. The other day we were doing the ritual of touching the plant and we were wondering whether there is also fungi in a pot plant in our houses or not. Um, not much, but there might be some. Yeah, yeah. But out and there I, in the big open world, there's mushrooms in every soil, everywhere. But actually, actually, we can do it, do it more simply than this. There are spores in the air right now. Mushroom. Everybody Mushroom on the spores. listen, please breathe. Me Take too. a deep breath. Breathe in the spores and then spread them. Is it like how many types of different spores there are in the air? Millions. No. M millions, millions upon, upon millions. I, do we also have mushrooms in our bodies? Yes. Also when we are healthy? Yes, they are. They are helping us digest. Oh, we have they fungi are... in our digestive of system. Of course. Oh my God, listener, you didn't know that. Yes. Father Molotov didn't know that. Mr. Cactus knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Children, we are learning so much today. Okay. Within you, without you. So you are p painting a picture of the world full of mushrooms flying inside me but especially creating food for earthworms bacteria and plants out there uh, yeah yeah so you once went in the forest with a finnish muse and then you picked your first mushroom and you saw the light you breath breath all the spores and uh, now you know so much about mushrooms and you see them in the air in the people in the ground how long ago was your mushroom enlightenment i would say it really really started six years ago six years of mushrooming just six years all right just six years and uh, hopefully more to come yeah what um can you explain uh, what you were saying that the mushrooms are like socializing and uh, connecting? What did you say? Yeah, that's right. They uh, they they are just like us, you know. They uh, 
they need other other beings to uh, to have a good time and to thrive. They need to uh, connect. They cannot live alone. They they need some some something from the plants, and the plants need something from them, and the trees need something from them, and they they just exchange it and connect it, and they they connect to each other and. They build this web of uh, of social interactions. Is it true? I heard once that the biggest living organism in the world is a mushroom. It's it's uh, quite likely to be true. Yeah. So maybe it's fake news, but it's quite likely to be true news. Nice. Well, the the thing is that once uh, mycelial network can grow indefinitely as long as there is food and uh, according to this uh, guru called Paul Stamets there is uh, uh, or at least that's the source that I have heard this from there is a mycelial mat in Oregon which is uh, several kilometers long and uh, a couple of hundred meters or maybe a kilometer wide which is one single organism because they sh- they have the same DNA, it's one connected being, and that's the largest organ living organism on Earth. And you say they also need other organisms to chill and uh, do stuff together. What kind of stuff does it do with plants or animals or other? Insects? Well, think about think about um, mainly the micronutrients that the plant uh, What's that? has. What's that? So um, those are minerals like uh, magnesium, zinc, phosphorus, uh, any any kind of element. Yeah, basically, yeah. on the ele- elemental level, which is not made, uh, uh, yeah, potassium, uh, manganese, mm-hmm. yeah. all the zinc, all the things that the plant uh, absorbs and needs in small quantities and your body needs in small quantities that make your body work properly. And the, and the mushroom, they, they are like the miners. They just they mine it from the rock and then they give it to a plant in the form that they can use it. So they get it from the rock, the mushroom themselves, and then they give yeah, it they to just, the soil. They just... They just uh, spread some uh, chemicals on the rock and the rock dissolves and then they can suck it up. Oh my God, I'm already feeling my body, every particle in my body that once was in a rock, then went through a mushroom. And Do all, you have all that the song ready? I am a rock? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but let's, Simon play a, and let's play a rock song and then uh, we go with some questions from the audience, which is present. And sends their regards. We have greetings uh, from Dr. Wow from Rotterdam. Also, we have MC <coughs> Off, MC Off from uh, Houston, Texas. Much greetings. Nice. And uh, right. we have uh, Bertarob. You know, all the good people are here. We're just complete. So let's rock. Awesome. And after that, let's mushroom. Right. Yeah. Music still a rocking on sound. 
a federal I and I no criminal Situation mystical Like Selassie burial Natty dreadlocks article So let's keep it spiritual This is hundred idol I don't crush no chemical So my taxi reggae music Dine his own funeral Cyan music rise again And still I yell the general Tell the haters and the fakers This are no reprisal Reggae music from the world It's way beyond survival Reggae is a dragon Tell like Gulliver the giant Tough like Tony Stark I am friendly just like the Hawaiians It's meditation science It's a rhythm not appliance One like Bounty and the Alliance As a Goliath Zion Reggae music still around in Amsang back we got a listener from Italy who informed us that the giant mushroom in Oregon is uh, called Armillaria 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 so if you are a listener who uh, does not have a pseudonym yet please consider naming yourself Armillaria or Armilla uh, we also have a question from a listener from Italy which may or may not be the same listener who says Mr. Cactus, are there mushrooms that you can grow in your house, like a plant in a pot? Um, yeah, that's um, a nice question, and the answer is yes. Hurrah! The, the, the mushroom is, I would say, uh, the, the main thing is not to have an open pot, but some kind of a, con- I would call it more like a container, so some... Usually, uh, plastic is quite easy because it um, keeps the moisture in and uh, you can seal it very nicely and uh, prevent other uh, contaminants from entering. But, for example, we, uh, my friend uh, sells some uh, kits that uh, you can grow oyster mushrooms at home. And uh, you can even use some, uh, some materials that you might have lying around the house like uh, coffee grounds or cof- or cardboard so it's uh, it's possible all you need is some uh, starter culture just like uh, let's say you if you have heard of kombucha you need some starter culture and then you can start growing it so you understand listener this radio show is just a starter culture but the real culture and the real system change is you all right. Um, <laughs> so you have to move your body and procurate yourself container, a starter culture, and uh, coffee grounds or cardboard. And uh, but I'm still wondering, Miss Cactus, if you have that and then you grow a mushroom, like does it stay in your house like for years, like uh, a plant, or how does it work? Does it come back in seasons or? Well, just just like a plant doesn't take over your house automatically the same goes for a mushroom so you have to cultivate it you have to keep it alive and keep it fed keep it happy and then you can keep it going for a while yes but uh, how do you, you keep it happy no uh, you you make sure it has enough uh, food yeah and uh, you uh, you um, 
to make sure it doesn't get uh, too much water, too little water, and uh, you make sure it doesn't get too dirty. So you have to keep it clean. Clean food. And then basically, if you let other mushrooms come in, then uh, then they might start to uh, eat the food of your your pet mushroom, and then uh, you will not get edible mushrooms or other types of mushrooms, the ones that you want. All right. Do you are do you growing the, these mushrooms at home? No, because you, you do at your work, at your friends. Work. My friend, my friend has a couple of the different things. Can you say uh, the name well, of the company of your of your friend? Because we we are fully anonymous, but to demonstrate that we are in the real world, we do name and we only name companies and organizations that are doing a good job, and people that yes. are doing a bad job. I, I believe my friend's company is uh, pretty awesome. The name is uh, Hell Siani. So. Uh, yeah, it's quite quite close to Helsinki, but then Sieni it means mushroom in Finnish. All right, so, so you can also search it on uh, Instagram, where you find find Father Molotov, which is quite easy to spell. And Father Molotov follows only one account, and that's Helsieni. God uh, bless you, <laughs> friend of Mr. Cactus. <laughs> Helsiani is there. And uh, so you say that in the future you are going to move into psychedelic mushrooms. Um, did you actually have to take psychedelic mushroom to have this vision while, while you got this vision? Or it was all fully in real life? Well, the decision has not been made 100% yet. And it really depends on the, you know, you know how they say the, the landscape. The, the regime of the local comfort. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you mean there is a regime in Finland which is suppressing mushroom growers? Yeah, well, particularly psychedelic mushroom growers. <laughs> okay, okay. And, uh, what's the deal with psychedelic time. mushroom? Did you ever try it? I tried. I tried them. Yes. But it was in Holland, so it was fully legal. For the disclaimer. Let's just say I tried it in an anonymous location. Okay. <laughs> um, what's the deal with the psychedelic mushrooms? Is it dangerous? No, it's not dangerous. Is it good? I think it's. Uh, I think uh, it's the least dangerous of all the drugs. Did you have a good um, trip or a bad trip? I had a good trip. I had a very mild trip and. I guess the the big thing with the mushrooms, what I from what I uh, understand, is that um, you, as long as you have someone there to guide you, then you will never have a bad trip. As long as you have someone there to, um, yeah, to help you uh, if you feel a panic or some some kind of anxieties that can help you. Calm I had a good story. I had a housemate once who did it with some friends, and then there was a friend who was a the sober friend. And uh, at some point, my friend started. First, he was enjoying it. Then he started panicking, and he thought he was dying. And everybody was trying to calm him down, but he was really, really sure he was dying. And he said, "Please call an ambulance now." And then the sober friend said, "Okay, I'll call an ambulance, but first I will call your parents." And then <laughs> the panic was gone. He was like, "Actually, I'm feeling all right." <laughs> 
You're right. I'm not dying. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> also, you, I also think you can take some sugar and the panic is gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what's uh, yeah, what did you, you what did That's you experience? What did you experience? I uh, yeah I well they didn't call my parents but uh, but I I don't think um, I had a I w- I, w- I must say I think I had a pretty mild uh, trip. What happened? What happened? Well, I just uh, started to connect. We were in na- in the nature in the, in the forest, and uh, that I think that's a very nice place, a calm place to be and uh, relax. As, as as long as you're relaxed and uh, not not stressed, then uh, it was it goes fine. Sounds good. I also heard that in uh, in Thailand there are some uh, beach bars where they you can actually buy a milkshake with mushrooms in it. It's magic mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, crazy, crazy, crazy! But I guess the people the people who buy those are already in a kind of a relaxed party mode. <laughs> yeah. So. Hopefully, hopefully they are enjoying it. But uh, not not some stressed locals. Well, what is very special is that uh, psychedelic mushrooms, the substances that say the active substances, they're being studied now in uh, like psychotherapy or something. Did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, I've, I've heard that uh, it's uh, one of the best, at least until now. It seems that it's probably the best antidepressant uh, out there. Antidepressant. Uh, yeah, I yeah. heard. The, so, the, do you know how it works? How they take it? Like, doesn't I don't think it really matters how you administer it. I think if the the admi- if you, I mean, you can have it uh, in a way that is quick release or slow release, but uh, the effect effect is uh, seems to be uh, pretty pretty positive. Yeah, I heard that. Um no, they give in pills, and then they, you, they did, were doing experiments. At least it's not re- like they're yeah, treating yeah. people yet. You can also make a tea out of it, or like that milkshake that you said, or some. Well, it seems you know. very, yeah, very interesting because it's been forbidden to make research, scientific research, medical research, on psychoactive substances uh, since the sixties, like. Uh, uh, 60s, 70s, uh, when yeah, it became taboo. I think in the US, uh, at least in the US, they're doing research now, and I think it's just about how to get the funding for the research. But uh, the research is being done. Yeah, and they're Not finding out uh, interesting things, like uh, yeah, it yeah. really helps people. And uh, do you think so. that has something to do with the role that mushrooms, as a family on the planet, are uh, in taking care of animal plants and other families? What do you mean? I don't know. Like uh, you know, you t- you t- you take these mushrooms and they change the reality for you a bit. And sometimes it's just fun, but sometimes it's also uh, profound. And some other times yeah. it can heal you. Some other yeah, times exactly. it can fuck you up. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the the fuck you up aspect is uh, is very limited. I think sick. there's other other substances that uh, do that for you. But the mushrooms are, are not to blame usually. Okay. Although I heard of a, I was just reading this week about the, uh, on vice of a, a type of mushroom, like some 
mushroom that's always been considered safe. Now it seems that uh, very rarely there is this uh, side effect that during the trip you cannot mo move anymore at all. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> very, but that's very bad. Like geez, all your body kind be, of. Bleh. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, it goes away. That's okay, good. well that's yeah. okay. We might just make it's sure you don't bad. fall like on your face, but on the other side. Yeah. Maybe sometimes it's good that you fall on your face just to feel that you're alive. You know. All right. <laughs> Let's spend there a few hours. Okay, now I have a Corona song from Uganda, but it's not the one you think about. It's a new one. Muna Uganda Munangi. Corona is here and it is real. Tolia Muna Uganda Munuque. Boboso or a cigarette waka. Bika Kumuago. Never Mungalo. Corona is here and it is real. Uganda, Uganda, Zuguga, Zuguga, Uganda, Uganda, Uzavira Gande, Uganda, 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 Ketirwa de Chizoku to Uza, Uganda, 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 Sinzire 
How's your garden? How's your garden, Mr. Cactus? Are you, are you also a gardener or are you only strictly mushroom? No, I, I, uh, I've been, uh, I started off with strictly mushrooms, but then I realized that you can also put them in your garden. And uh, many of our customers are gardeners, or my friend's customers, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, what's growing in your garden at the moment? How much garden do you have? We have uh, two, uh, two gardens at the moment. Okay. One, one near and one a bit further away. Okay. One country. Actually, we have a, a third garden at the, at the summer house. All right, and you look after all of them? We try to, yeah, yeah, we try to. We yeah. have zone one, zone two, zone three, you know. <laughs> I don't know. What's permacancha? Is it like a drug? It's, it's, uh, it's like a drug. <laughs> what is it? Hi highly addictive. <laughs> what is it? It's a mindset, man. It's a mindset. Permaculture. Yeah, it comes from uh, permanent agriculture, but it's about thinking about uh, how to feed yourself and the planet. You know, good food. It's about good food. And uh, what's growing in your garden at the moment? Well, in our closest garden, we have some salads. We have some kales, we have some radish, we have some mustards, we have some uh, perennial herbs. So stuff that we uh, can harvest frequently and uh, eat a lot in the summer. And then in the second garden, a bit more far away? In a bit more far away, we have our potatoes coming, we have our strawberries, we have our this year, for the first time, I'm trying corn, and we put some asparagus. Oh, we're also good, uh, trying corn. We have f four oh, nice. plants, or five. I, uh, I'm actually trying this uh, Native uh, American uh, three Perennial. sisters. Oh, yeah, we too. Pumpkin, corn, and beans. Exactly, exactly. Oh, high five to the three sisters. My it's God. so nice. I wonder if some of the listeners yeah. are also trying that at home. Sorry? I wonder if some of the listeners are also trying the Three Sisters. If they are not trying it this year, they should try it next year. Wow. It's the best thing. And, uh, and you yeah. can do it every year. Every year. Three Sisters. So, you are doing all this in your second farm pumpkin corn and beans and potatoes do you how much potatoes do you get from you is it a garden or a farm i would say well the the place is a farm but i am we are just having a few hundred square meters of uh, garden so but we get i think we will get quite some kilos of potatoes it's quite big at least yeah. we put in uh, in terms of uh, potatoes we put in the ground it was some uh, over 10 kilos maybe uh, 20, 30 kilos of uh, seed, seed potatoes. So we hope to get uh, 10x on that. <laughs> All right. Can you store it for the whole winter? 
there is a potato cellar, yes. So we okay. hope to get uh, a decent amount for the whole family, uh, extended family. Cool. Potato. Can you talk now about some um, fails? Because, you know, uh, people that don't garden, they are discouraged by the fact that things always go wrong. And uh, I thought maybe everybody who does garden, even people that do it in a very silly way like me, we, we should just, all people that do it in an advanced way like uh, you, uh, we should uh, just uh, talk about all the things that go wrong. So do you have an example of something that you tried and went terribly wrong? Yeah, we, we um, I, last year we didn't uh, succeed very well. Um, I think that the big thing that you can do wrong is to not have enough good compost. Oh, I love compost, man. Don't get yeah, me started about compost again. You can you can just solve all your worries with good compost. So, oh, oh, yeah. No. I think um, any any vegetable that you are fa- not having uh, success with. Uh, try it with compost and then try it. Yeah, let me know. Put more compost. Comes. Okay. Great. Yeah. And uh, I would say... And if you, don't have, if you don't have compost, then just uh, shit in a bucket and uh, make right. it happen. Make it yourself. You can also make uh, put a bucket full of uh, uh, brand... Uh, what's it called? Sting nettle. And that's also yeah. something that makes your... Um, you can use as fertilizer. You you sell it, it in a bucket for very long, like I don't know how long, yeah. two months, and then you can throw it in the ground and it's fertilizer. Yeah, you add some water to it so it uh, breaks down, yeah. starts to rot, and then you can uh, dilute it and then uh, use it as uh, water for your plants. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. But about the about the epic fails, you still didn't give up, even though you screwed up the whole year, the whole season was screwed up. Now we have had many, we, we, we planted some small plants that we have grown with much love and tender love and care inside the house and then we plant them and then they dry up or die or some mouse eats them or a snail eats them. Yeah, it happens they, all the time. But uh, you have to just put more than you uh, will use and then some of them survive and become nice and beautiful plants. And also and you have to just to... continue if you feel sad because if one year it goes very bad, I mean, if you don't start because you're not experienced, you're not going to get experience. But if you start five years later, you're going to have five years of experience. And in the first five years, maybe, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I mean, for me, it's still normal that yeah, one yeah. in three things that I try succeeds or half. Yeah. But I just keep trying. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I'm getting some uh, worrying news from uh, uh, the United States of America. Mamsi Off is one of the fictional characters of this radio show who has never spoken. Is saying that uh, there was good bad news. So there was Sahara dust that settled over most of the the southeast of the US. There was a dust storm. There's often a dust storm, but this year was the worst in 50 years. Okay. Uh, a gi- gi- giant dust cloud. Yeah. Uh, massive dust plumes carrying a health risk 
along with ecological benefits because apparently it fertilizes the soil as well interesting yeah we are having a big yeah. uh, big environmental change true or hoax well you know like <laughs> soil erosion has been haunting uh, human civilization ever since we started plowing the fields and uh, yes it's true that uh, one place gets eroded and gets the, all the damage and then another place gets all the benefits of all the sediments that are de descending uh, Cairo, Cairo in uh, Egypt is a prime example of uh, the mountains of Ethiopia, Ethiopia eroding and then nothing nothing of the topsoil being left and everything being deposited in uh, in the Nile uh, in the delta oh yeah so yes but i don't i don't i wouldn't call it a net positive for humankind or the world why not because uh, because uh, this type of erosion is entirely man made it's not uh, it's not anything natural and uh, man-made is bad and natural is good. I mean, I still think that man-made is also natural. Mm, that's true. That's a good point. But um, but we could know, do it better, maybe. I, I don't know. It's, it's a, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily uh, uh, equitable redistribution. I, I would uh, I would say like, why are people in the mountains worth? Uh, uh, eroding and the people in the in the valleys uh, worth uh, uh, benefiting. And anyway, in the end, everyone loses because uh, if the climate heats up and uh, everything desertifies, uh, nobody's happy. So except uh, the Russians and the Canadians, who's gonna get a lot of fertile yeah, land? Yeah, but they also then they then they get all the. Uh, people the desert people uh, knocking at the door saying hey can i have some food yeah i think right now they, uh, there was a report that came up this week about migrations and there's already more climate refugees than uh, war then conflict refugees they're saying so climate refugees when either you get too much floods or not enough rain not enough yeah. uh, farming and then you, you have to leave those people are desperate. Those people are desperate, and desperate people are not nice to deal with. No, it's also not nice for them to be desperate. Of course. So no. you would say that climate change is not a hoax? No, 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 it's not a hoax. It's true, Pilisner. Hear that, African disco. <laughs> <laughs> Or should I not play African disco? Of course, yeah, yeah. Africa's the future. And disco? Also. <laughs> All right. African and uh, climate change is also the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure the future. But we can make like the best it of it. We can make the best of it. Adaptation. I think uh, we listeners... Me, you, Mr. Cactus, you guys listening right now and you listening in the future, I would say we can do this. So let's enjoy some African disco, enough talk. 
let's uh, shake shake the spores of mushrooms in your body shake the mushroom in your belly to the sound of African disco wrong with the food system I mean I'm not talking about the food bloggers I love them and the food influencers but yeah. some people say the food system is wrong and must change but is it true what's that all about yeah well uh, where to start there's so many there's so many um to say uh, yeah like we have we have uh, we are the food system you know we are we are what we eat and uh, if we uh, eat toxics then uh, toxics in toxics out you know the the, the famous uh, famous line and uh, I think I think uh, it's time to uh, reevaluate what we put in inside our body bodies and what we what we use to build our health you think the food that we are you're saying that the food that we eat is not healthy is making us sick the food the food that we eat is optimized to be on the shelf in the supermarket and not optimized to make nutritious healthy food for humans for example example the simple tomato it's optimized to bounce off a truck and not break. It's picked green 
Normally, the tomato has a lot of uh, anti-cancer compounds, but the hydroponic uh, tomatoes grown in Dutch greenhouses, they have zero of those components. They're not grown in the soil. They're made to look pretty, but they are not tasty. You know, they are not full of nutrients and micro minerals and everything that the mushrooms feed the plants. That's what's wrong. That's so sad. Can you make another example? Like we make ourselves a little bit sad now. You want a sad story or an uplifting story? No, another sad one. I really like this moment of melancholy about the the tomatoes. One more to prove that the the hero turned around. But um, I have to say the, uh, the processed food industry, like, you know, nobody is advertising organic uh, organic carrots, but everyone is advertising Coca-Cola and sugars and processed foods because that's where the mo- the capital is, the money is. Nobody, there's no money for, orga- uh, you know, organic apples or mushrooms because... Uh, well, what's so good, what's ha- good about organic carrots and apples and mushrooms? Not necessarily organic, but uh, produced in natural ways. Organic is a certification program, but um, what I mean to say is that highly processed foods are just that's the that's that's where the business is, but that's also where the disease is and where the destruction is of our livers, of our hearts, of our kidneys. But it's good comfort food still, like pizzas, frozen pizza. Frozen pizzas, but uh, but then uh, you get uh, free diabetes with it, you know. Where does beer stay in all this range? Where does beer stand? <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it good or evil? You got you got my Achilles heel, Molotov. <laughs> Industrial beer. Mm. <laughs> Magma. That was a code. This is just a code for some of the listeners who can interpret code because... Um, this radio, this radio, there is a like a superficial conversation going on, but under there is a lot of s- secret messages for people that know what to hear about. Magma, exactly, but magma. That's, if you look up beer and magma, you might find something. <laughs> Another friend of yours? <laughs> a friend of mine. He uh, he was a fan of Belgian beers. Let's just say that. Hey, and uh, so. You say the food system is bad, it's all made for profit or capital money. But on the other end, the market is also kind of the system that we have to produce what we need and when we need it. And thanks to this system, we were able to prosper because now it's very easy to get food. You don't have to like go hunting missions or, you know, farm very hard, break your back on a piece of land, then a volcano erupts and then everything dies. And then you have no food, and then you have to die or something. That's also not very healthy, isn't it? So, yeah, industrial system, uh, food system, you say it's bad, it's bad. But uh, what can we do? How can we feed ourselves that it's also simple or that it's also really doable? Well, just just to pick out one more couple of gloomy facts is that... No, uplifting now. Okay, oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Okay, well, I was just going to mention, uh, you know, uh, farmer suicides have never been so high. Uh, diabetes is an epidemic. 
you know, kidney failure, heart disease is an epidemic. It had never happened in human history before. So has the food system really fed us? I believe the answer is no. Well, it is feeding us, but uh, we are saying, you're saying, and all the people like you, which are uh, building a different food system, they are saying uh, it should be different, but how should it be like? It should be... Uh, I mean, is it like uh, a romantic I'm image of everybody having their own uh, tomatoes on the balcony or what? Um, I think that's a big part of it. But actually, what I think, what is actually, for me, uh, what is very fascinating is uh, what is happening in the United States uh, of America right now. People people are, uh, in the news you see that if you if you would only follow the news, the mainstream media, you would get the impression, or you could be forgiven to get the impression that the United States is falling apart disintegrating into utter chaos. Oh yeah, this is what I always talk about on this show because I follow we, the mainstream news. You always talk about it. Yeah, I follow we, we, talk, we speak English, we follow the news and even in the Netherlands or in in other countries what happens in the United States is uh, always uh, on everyone's uh, it seems to be always uh, hitting the main media news outlets and Let's say let's just say what the mainstream media are reporting about the United States right now is that it's pretty bad if you compare it to any other country in the world. Like at least it's not as bad as in the United States, right? But but you're now saying there's a positive side. There is actually something very interesting happening and, and one of the things that is coming out of the United States is coming from the farmers of the United States. And uh, there is something happening in the United States, and I, I would... What is happening? Everyone. Tell us! <laughs> This, uh, it's a movement. It's called Regenerative Agriculture. And um, What's that about? They are combining these systems of no, no tilling, no disturbing the soil. Then they are doing covering the soil at all times with if, if you're not having a cash crop like corn or something else you put something else to grow there so keep the photosynthesis going as much as possible and then they are focusing on diversity these are the three principles of regenerative agriculture that the end goal is to build the build soil health get the healthy soil and then you get healthy food and uh, this is like uh, I also heard in the United States there is like uh, organic or more uh, sustainable food that they're sold on the farmers markets and they're like super expensive much more expensive than the supermarket food but uh, it's quite big nonetheless a lot of people spend their money in this way to buy more expensive but more regenerative food is it the same movement well yeah this this is of course uh, an issue how much money of your income do you spend on food and uh, the proportion has gone down since the 50s so people have been spending less and less on their food compared to their income but in reality the incomes have been stagnating since the 70s so people have not been really getting more income And the cost of cost of cheap food has gone down, yes, but it's 
the cost of medicine and healthcare have gone up. So where do you pay your bills? Do you pay as a preventative measure or do you pay to cure your diseases? Um, That's the question. I would prefer preventative measure. Exactly. So <laughs> let, let thy medicine be thy food. That's uh, I don't know who, uh, who whose quote that was. Was it not the other way around? Maybe it was the uh, Hippocrates. But then a regenerative agriculture is like functioning or is more like a uh, hashtag? Um, there might be a hashtag, but I think uh, <laughs> I, I think this is uh, this is this is something that even uh, I find uh, in Europe we are lacking. We are behind. We uh, in the Netherlands uh, farmers think that they are very advanced and they are all ahead of the game. But actually, in this in this case, I think the the U.S. is leading, and this is very interesting. I think for the first time uh, we can actually see that. The United States is really leading this regenerative farming movement. I think in the Mediterranean uh, countries, there is also uh, people that they're trying this, but uh, they're very much str sure struggling to survive and pay the bills. I'm sure there are people it. trying this, but but uh, the fact is that there are still a lot of pesticides being used. There's still a lot of herbicides being used, and this has to stop. No, but there are like people trying to make organic food or making organic uh, farming, but it's uh, economically is a big, big struggle for the farmers, at least in Italy. Yes, but this is beyond, this isn't the reason it's not called organic; it's called regenerative. So this means that you're building soil and uh, not tilling. So even in organic certified farms, they till the soil. And they uh, break it up. So uh, there is a there is a way to go still. Way so you don't go. till the soil, and then uh, what? The soil becomes healthy, and then what? The food is better. More food comes yeah. up. You get better food. You get more food. You get more mushrooms. You get abundance. And how do you get rid of the weeds? Um, with cover crops and um, you if you have healthy plants you can uh, you can actually achieve a lot if you have you you the weeds are actually created by the the plowing and the tilling hmm, because you bring up you bring up the seeds of the weeds and then they germinate so if you stop we stop tilling then after two or three years you you are on the winning side That's so inspiring, Mr. Cactus. I feel like going uh, and uh, eating a cactus. Yeah. Do you think any listener is really buying anything of what you said? If what? Do you think they're buying it, the listeners? If they're buying it, I'm sure they're not buying it yet, but they should start buying it. Buy it, man. Go to the US and buy it or just buy it over here. All right. Song. Try to find try to find a farmer, a local farmer, and buy from them. Get your influence. food from a local farmer now. Yes, now. Even if it uses a lot of pesticides. Yes. No, but that's the nice thing about local farmers that at least you can keep an eye on them. The the yes, international exactly. food market, you never know where it comes from. Yeah. All right. Give and some you? pesticide to a farmer today. This song is called. Salilento. 
Salilento. Can you say that? Salilento. Humankind, sorry, humankind. Humankind is observe and interact. Like, like what? Like, uh, like a human. <laughs> <laughs> like when you are in a bar and you're like observing the people, and they say, "Oh, I will interact." Yeah, observe. First, you observe. First, you see see what's going on, and then you try to interact with with whatever is uh, acting with you and you try to influence it in your way. So 
don't just don't don't just interact with us observing it doesn't end well yeah <laughs> observe it observe it first then interact okay i'm doing it right now and, i'm observing you and don't just observe because then then it also doesn't end well uh-huh. you know if you're seeing the climate going down the drain don't just observe interact do something well like what like i have one listener who says what should i do yeah interact <laughs> observe and interact. interact with interact with what you observe i don't know what your listener is observing but she should interact with it yeah all right do you hear that observe and interact you're in a good way and sometimes it feels like this is leading to nothing you know just observe yeah and, and then when you really have the feeling it's leading to nothing it's because you're not interacting or you're not observing <laughs> or maybe you are first interacting and then observing that's also bad right yeah it's the wrong order yeah <laughs> first 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 you observe, then you interact. Is this like also what you do when you are like a jazz saxophonist in a jazz song? Yeah, a friend of mine, he is that actually, yeah. And he observes first and interacts then? Yeah. No, yeah. But now you can talk about yourself like in first person. It's not like a name. Ah, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you apply that, observe and interact when you are in a jazz band? Well, yeah, of or course. Or it's more like you play? Have- show up and play yeah but you cannot just play without okay in this sense observing means probably listening listening (laughs) but you can still even though you are listening you can also observe the body language of the performers and see if they're open for some new new notes and new vibes uh, to it and if you notice that everyone is if you are calling a news, if you want to play something together, but nobody wants to take the lead, then you have to interact and take the lead. But if someone is taking the lead, then you have to follow. So you have to kind of interact in a smart way. You have to see what's going on, who who has the most uh, nervousness uh, and who needs to prove themselves and all these kinds of things. So there's a there's a dynamic dance going on, social dance in music making. But in the end you have the same purpose, so that's nice. You want to make music together. And um what's the ra- ra- ratio between head and heart that you would recommend to me, Father Molotov? And Father Molotov is a collective being. I don't exist only in one person but it's like all of us who are listening and speaking I think 50-50 is good 50-50 head to heart and observe interact 50-50 yeah exactly why do you always have to express everything in numbers (laughs) half half (laughs) (laughs) bit of both left hand right hand Mr. Cactus it was so fantastic to have you here I don't know what to do. I could go on forever, but it's getting bedtime. And tomorrow we have things to do. We have some observing to do, some interacting to do. You know, it's just Monday again. It's just another magma. Uh, Monday. (laughs) (laughs) And a greeting to MC Koff, 
who is listening from the other side of the ocean and uh, he has okay. a whole day ahead or half day ahead it's not like us nice. who are going to bed. nice greetings and greetings, greetings to the people from australia if they already woke up sometimes if they wake up early they have to listen to this hello cool hello Mr. Cactus, thank you so much. Uh, now you can go back to your real life, but it was great to have you as a fictional character in this great epic adventure called Radio Kakak Live. Thank you for your enlightenment. Thank you for your tips. And please, please let me call you whenever I'm lost for more guidance. Otherwise, this is yes. going to go all to shit. Thanks for having me. The Ciao. listeners know where to find you. Don't Google Mr. Cactus, but Google the friend of Mr. Cactus. <laughs> ciao ciao adios and now another song to just let it all sink in yeah alright life continues we have to deal with it the solstice has passed so the sun and the stars have changed a little bit just turn the angle going the other way now and uh, taking advantage of the solstice alignment of moon sun stars and earth I've asked advice to you dear 
other side of Radio Kakak and uh, I sent some personal podcasts to people and I made an appeal for uh, input because I totally don't know what to do anymore so already last episode it was it's your turn to solve the great mess I'm done with this I'm just gonna play music and then what happened is Mr. Experience is a very experienced guy who called and told a lot of things and uh, in the end he had a great bottom line which was just put commitment, commit to something and, uh, and uh, things will go the right way and also follow great teachers so you guys are my teachers, you listener are my teacher so please show me the way and uh, I will continue this just for a little bit and then the, I got some great tips which I'm gonna use to develop these two weekly hours further in the future um, but um, then what also happened after my call to the universe is that uh, someone uh, wants to call in we have a listener who is interested in uh, being listened to it's actually a speaker and a source of wisdom Sister Fanny Sister Fanny from the famous episode number Hola. two. Sister Hola. Fanny from episode number two is back. Holy Am I live? Shit. Am I live, my friend? You are live. You're back in the character. You uh, exist nice. in the air of hello. Radio Kak Kak. Say hello, hi. listeners, and lo- hello, Father Molotov, that doesn't exist, but it's just an emanation of all oh, oh it's great <laughs> i need guidance i'm lost totally lost as you probably have noticed why are you lost why uh what where to start where not to be lost i mean i start the radio show i start the radio show to talk about the lockdown but then it turns out it's to combat the forces of evil and then it turns out i the goal is world peace equal rights and the big ecological transition it's like doesn't make any sense whatsoever to do that with the radio show i would say a micro radio show and then uh, i just don't yeah. know what to do about this i think you should bring it to a a, a bigger level Pietro. i think i think you should find someone uh, some entity that gives Space to this emanation of the humankind that, that uh, you allow to interact. I have it. I have it. It's the listeners. People. It's the listeners. They are the entity. Hello. Thank you for Hello, giving listeners. space. Hello, I was thinking more to that we should organize. You know, me and all yeah. you guys, all fictional characters that compose Father Molotov. I think we should all just organize and do something together. Ah. So I'm trying uh, to ask like you what? What, what you're gonna do. What you're gonna I mean, do? Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I, I don't want to here. like give so. you things to do. It's more like what can I do for you? I mean, you want to organize. You want to organize fictional characters. Where? Yeah, in well, these fictional characters have, have, have a sort of reflection in the real reality. You know. I now, yeah. for example, I'm sending like a brainwave to all the listeners, also the ones that are listening to the podcast in the future, so that they feel something like in their belly. You see? Oh, you felt it? Oh, yeah. oh. So listeners? It, it's real. Listeners, how is your belly? 
Did you feel it? Yeah, they are I 30 they seconds did. delay, so they, they will give us a... They will be spooked. I think they're listening. But uh, yeah, so now we need action. I think we don't need only radio. I mean, radio is great, but we need action too. So what can I do for you? Or what, what can, can we do me? for you? What can we do for you? I mean, me and uh, the other well, listeners. Can you do for me? No, that's uh, so hard of a question. No, yeah. I mean, I think, okay, first, I think we need this radio, okay, Pietro. We really need. Father. And I think we should find a way to reach more people through this radio. You know, Amen. that I work in communication. Oh, so yeah. for me, it's all about, uh, you know, getting out there. Yeah, but Being I kind heard. of like it that, you know, these people that have been there, they kind of know what we're talking about. You know, I can trust them. It's like okay. a small but okay. uh, committed group. Maybe I think okay, maybe so, but you can start the radio show with like thousands of listeners. No, no, I cannot start the radio show. No. Okay, but the one that. thing I wonder is like, if no one knows you, will they find your radio? No, it's 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 underground. It's clandestine. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. So you have uh, so many meaningful messages in these uh, radio shows that you're leading, and don't you think it would be worth being a space where people can find you? I don't know. What I if they know, find me? I mean, I think you have to. You know, you have to commit. It's not like you find it, you listen. You know, you know, we're in 2020. And like, you know, people decide what they enjoy in like one and a half second. And this is like two okay. hours uh, episodes and there is already like more than 24 hours of stuff that only the real listeners have experienced or part of it. Um, yeah, no, it's, a, it's an important movement. Maybe we should uh, do a, get, uh, a gathering. A gathering It could be even an online gathering. Oh. A nice Zoom gathering. No. Yes, no. They are, uh, sorry. No, we could do it, but everybody's zooming all the time. Yeah, they're zooming all the time. They're zooming all the time. But but if you ask me, all you're you're gonna hear is how uh, scale it up, connect. Them. No, that would be yeah. great. Yeah, so maybe you, maybe I need I need yeah, this. I already hired uh, hired. I got one listener the keys of my Instagram account. I was like, you know, <gasps> you do it. Yeah, so you but, can. Yeah, uh, but I actually gave it Instagram to a couple. But I need I need wow, a strategist couple. like you. I need a strategist like you, someone who can yeah. say, "Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Yep. We're just going to publish that, and then that, and then this, and then that, and then it's like gonna be like, bam." You have me. You have me. Okay, but I, I'm still thinking we should kind of have a new, different name, and then Radio Kakak is where you know when we come together and we reflect on what's going on and yeah. we dance a little bit. But then we have a, a, yeah. a, a side name, for, like Radio Kak. <laughs> no, wait, but we are supposed to have already f fictional characters. Uh, the fact that we... Oh, it could like, be confusing uh, to us, yeah. yeah, I mean, we forget, but it's, uh, I mean, we, we already have fictional characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. I wanted to tell you all the listeners that tomorrow... I'm gonna go and so I wanted to tell all the listeners that I've listened a little bit to Mr. Cactus, who I think said a lot of interesting things, a lot of lot of interesting things. Typical and Mr. Cla classic Mr. Cactus. Classic Mr. Cactus. <laughs> who I don't. Yeah, I mean it was really interesting, and I wanted to say that here in Portugal there are lots of uh, actually 
small realities of people living together, co-living together and doing uh, either permaculture or just like, uh, you know, well, they grow, they grow their own stuff. They do. Uh, a lot of them. Well, also in Italy, I think there are a lot of them. What do you think? I think uh, more in Portugal. I but, think more in Portugal. Yeah. More in Portugal. But they're still not... And yeah, the, I don't know. I think he was saying also that the US is big because it's also getting part of the food system. And uh, Yeah, but also, you know, in the States, I think... Yeah, I mean, everything is different. No, but I it's okay. We can, always, we can always big it up. You know, no rush. Yeah. No rush. I mean, we should go to the States and check them out. Have Mr. Cactus gone to the has Mr. Cactus gone to the States and No but we have uh, we have a how do you say a correspondence there. MC ah, MC Kof. I missed it. Yeah, it's MC Kof. No, I, yeah, he's uh, silent. He's just uh, keeping me posted. He's feeding information to me. Ah, uh, so you have the information from him. Okay, I see. I see. Did you tell your listeners already that here in Portugal, coronavirus crisis is not over anyway? No, but I think nowhere is over. Actually, it's still increasing a lot, the number of cases. But um, Is it? Yeah, overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in Europe, no. In overall. Europe, it's, it's getting quiet. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still Apart big. from Portugal. Portugal is fucked up again, guys, if you didn't know. Why? It was, uh, it was like uh, you were very bragging about Portugal. We were the best. We yeah. were the best. And now you're the worst. We are the best. We are the worst now. Shops now are... Everything is closed by eight, which is uh, weird because uh, we got used to be able to... Like, for a few weeks, we were able to go to the supermarket at any time we wanted. Hmm. And now, no again. So you have to remember that if... What's normal? Like, uh, I mean, what's normal what? Time for closing the shops. Anytime. I mean, nine, you know, well, corner shops are always open. Now corner everything is closed are, at eight. Yeah, now everything is closed at eight, so you have to remember. Like, if you need something, you need to remember, because otherwise you, you ain't gonna buy it. And so it's like, uh, ah, and also they do a very nice thing. Well, it's not very nice. Uh, in Portugal, there has never been uh, much police control on the way people behave outside in the public spaces. Uh, but now, because the weather is quite nice and people go in the parks a lot, because there are lots of parks in Lisbon, uh, so what they do instead of uh, having police around, they uh, start to, how do you say, uh, water the parks, you know, the automatic uh, thing that... Uh, yeah. uh, yeah, so they start that at eight, so that, that everyone has to go home by eight because they like you get wet if you if you're in the park after eight. Crowd control, just crowd control with hydrants. It's yeah, this is the crowd <laughs> control they have. It's quite nice. Nice, quite nice. How's life uh, at I mean, Facebook? Fictional Facebook. Life in Facebook. Your friends, yeah. Uh, how is life in Facebook? Are you still working there? Um, Yeah, I'm still working there. Well, we haven't spoken about it that much, but basically, you know, uh, there is uh, Facebook that uh, pays other companies to do their dirty jobs of uh, various various things like content review and the customer support, blah, blah, blah. Content review, Uh, Facebook is the worst job in the world right now. 
But you know what? I would like to try it for a bit because I think that in that way you really get an idea of uh, like the worst that the world has to offer. No, it's really you know? facing the dark side, but it it really can screw up a human mind. So maybe yes, good to explain that the content review at Facebook is someone who people have to screen the reported content to check if it's against the Facebook policies or not. So basically your day is just going one after the other, abusive and uh, yeah, really evil content. And it goes from uh, from racism to hate speech to, you know, child abuse. Everything. People Everything. there are suicidal. People there are torturing other people, you know, Islamic State uh, I know, I know. And this is okay. like your job, nine to five. And actually, I found a very nice, I, I heard a very nice podcast about this. It was saying that because not a lot of people want to do this job, actually, it's, it's quite hard to get fired. And this person at yeah. some point, they were interviewing at some point, he just decided that he was not going to follow the policies of Facebook anymore. He was just going to do it based on his own feeling. So, you know, if, if it's fucked <laughs> up, he just say no. And then he was starting to get all sort of bad ranking, like, you know, you're not performing very well, because, of course, they let every video be checked by a couple of people just to double check. And uh, it's just a big yeah. factory of sadness. I mean, you go there and your life sucks. And then... I, uh, I have a, I have several friends that work in that. Yeah, so here. tell them this. This is going to be a revolution. Tell them yeah. to just start doing based on their, on their feeling. Just, you know, if it's fucked up, block it. Because who decides whether what we can see and or not is facebook just company actually now they are starting to involve ngos and uh, stuff like that to decide together but in the end it's still paid by facebook so you know they're still kind of controlling and uh why why should they decide that you know they're just company yeah. that delivers content but if something is fucked up it's just we're just gonna take it off can you please uh can, can you yeah. please organize your friends yeah, sure, I will. I will. I, I can organize that for sure. But I think, I think, I mean, we might want to try. We might want to try. But I guess that there are so many content reviewers all around the world that organize all of them is a little bit uh, of a uh, No, okay, of, uh, let's problem. just try and see how it goes. Then we observe and interact. If it goes well, you know, I think it's yeah, very easy to spread this message. <laughs> It's yeah, going to be an epic strike, the, an epic moral strike. I, I, think, I, I think, you know, Facebook is uh, controlling too many things in our society. So it's really, I, I'm in the observation phase. So I'm really thinking uh, that I would like to do content review for, uh, for some time to observe. I know it's tough. I know it's tough. But, you know, uh, I mean, that, that, that's... Uh, it's the mass, it's like, it's the crowd of people that matter in this uh, society right now. I mean, of course, also big powers, but big powers rely on crowd of people to, like, sustain their power, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, Facebook has a huge power, so it would be very interesting to observe really well before interacting. And when we interact, 
We have to know how to interact right. you, the Sister system. Fanny, are going to be our spy in, uh, in the Facebook content <laughs> review group. But I think Good, it's I'm really, really sad what these tomorrow. people see. No, but really, uh, Fanny, there was <laughs> this guy that was interviewed says that he has seen some videos that just haunt him. You know, every day of his life he has to think about it because it was so fucked up. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. And most of people that do this job, they say they, they are smoking weed in the break just to deal with reality. Hey, but yeah, let's play yeah, a song. I want to play a song. And in this song, everybody no. can dance a little no. bit and send their love to people that are doing content review. Send their love to the dark side. So the people that are posting this shit online and send their love. Actually, not send their love and dance the shit out of their own dark side. But um, it doesn't need to be big dance, you know, like before. We can just move a finger, a foot, the nose, or everything. But uh, let's make love to content reviewers and love to the dark side, and then we'll be right back after this epic song. See ya. Enrique, si me puedo decir nada. 
Hey, you are listening. Hello, listeners. Listener, this is Radio Kakak, and uh, we're about to go to bed. It was definitely an episode full of adventures. We have a new spy on the book, but don't tell anyone. And we hope you enjoyed it. And we hope you will survive. We have some more intelligence coming up from MC Kof. Is to say they're building a tiny home permaculture park with government money. But don't tell the government. Ooh, where? Where? Uh, MC Kof is in the United States of America, but... Uh, Wow. Where I, exactly I cannot tell. It's too dangerous. So this is it. And what about you, Miss Funny? What are you doing next week? I'm gonna observe <laughs> and not interact. And not interact. One week I'm observe. Ob- one week interact. I'm gonna observe lots of hippie. Uh, hippie things here in Portugal and report to you guys and if you ever want to come and see all the hippie things and all the permaculture stuff that uh, we are doing over here just come over you hear that go to Portugal and come over so go, come all right. bye everyone it was a pleasure it was a real pleasure and thanks Father Molotov as usual Thank you, listeners, for being Father Molotov. And uh, thank you, Sister Fanny, for being part of this fantastic world. And uh, yeah, please, in the rest of the week, dear listener, do keep us posted about what's happening in the world and what should we do here, how are we going to organize and strategize. Always be open, because I'm going to send you some secret messages on what's the next step. And uh, I... We'll check if you are on it or not on it. And uh, then we go on with the people that are on it. How are you, you going to check if they're on it? Yeah, I'm going to ask uh, some uh, confirmation things. Ah, no files. Good night, everyone. Good night, Sister Fanny. Good night, good night. Adios.
Este no es de 1, dale. <risa> 